Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Wrath and Glory Under the Steel Sky. Uh, welcome to this Warhammer 40k uh, RPG campaign. Uh, I am William Orshani, and I am your game master for this session. And uh, joining me today, uh, we have uh, Julia. Hi, I'm Julia, and I am playing Laura Fure, the Eldari Corsair, who's currently trying to figure out what she's going to do next. And uh, what's, your, what's your objective for the session? Uh, my objective is, thank you, Jack. <clears throat> my objective is utilize the reputation of your species to manipulate an individual. So talking for Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Not really. Uh, and Jack? Hi, everybody. I'm Jack. I am playing Aristarchus Daxel, the member of the Ordo Mechanicus. On paper, the smartest person in this party, but somehow still too dumb to be manipulated by Laura Wells' commentary. Uh, and uh, he is going, his personal goal is to give praise to the Omnissiah for some small miracle. Uh, and Which I have one planned already. <laughs> and Jeremy? Hi, I am Jeremy. I am playing uh, Remy uh, Mira. Uh, he's a guy. <laughs> he's a dude. Uh, <laughs> hey, he gets you what you need. Uh, and Maybe mine is recount a desperate act of survival you once made. Oh, look, oh, like five minutes ago, you mean? <laughs> I was gonna say, AKA Tuesdays, <laughs> right? <laughs> Let me tell you about uh, the time I fell 9,000 stories. Uh, and Mara? Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Tina. She's an orc pilot. And I am going to do something. Ooh, it's different this time. Uh, I'm going to customize a piece of war gear. Yeah. Uh, and that can be as simple as like actually changing it or just slapping something fancy on it. Mm -hmm. I like uh, the idea that Tina just paints their hand a color and, yeah. you know, right. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, and Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Blair Hart, Ganger Scum. And I am to decry the violence and villainy of authority. That one seems pretty easy. <laughs> I know that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, and Sen? Sen, I'm playing Saris Artinos, who's a real acolyte and an uh, ardent believer in kill the bad stuff. Um, and uh, I have to establish my authority using a simple office. 
That's a thing you Also do known default. as talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking with the eye patch up, to be clear. Uh, and when last we left off. Also. Uh, oh, yes. Black Lives Matter, trans rights to human rights. Um, eat the rich. And God damn this country. Sirenscape. Oh, yes. And this, and this stream is powered by Sirenscape. Is it? Cool. And drag. And drag. Yeah. <laughs> that was more specifically on ice, but also here a little bit. <laughs> That's everywhere. <laughs> well, I haven't told you what my plan is for every new character I make going forward in these games. I mean, that's fair. Excellent. Thing is, Every it, single one. Thing is, it wouldn't even it wouldn't even be out of place in a Wrath and Glory game. Nope. Dragon's <laughs> never up. Which is good because I feel like I'm gonna die real soon. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you went off by yourself again. Uh, I have to. You keep going off by yourself so and doing God. and doing vaguely heretical things. Eventually, one of the two things is gonna catch up to you. Oh, believe me, this crosses into both of those territories in a big way. Big in a witch. Uh, when last we left our agents, uh, the group had been accosted by a group of strange-looking humanoids, uh, accosted with bullets. Sorry, uh, your 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 screen when it when, when the light changes <laughs> is fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, having survived this encounter with uh, judicious use of grenade, um, uh, and some and some excellent shooting from the rest of the group. Uh, I would. Yes. Uh, the party, having identified these strangers as gene stealer cultists, the offspring of a genetic manipulation performed by the uh, hungering abominations of the Tyranid Hive Fleet, sent as a scouting force to prepare planets for their arrival. Uh, which might be in some years, decades, or even centuries, depending. Um, the group decided to recoup uh, by preparing for their next and prepare for their next uh, tasks by first adjourning to Aristarchus's family home uh, for the dinner that was promised, uh, and then figuring Please, out the where dinner to that go was threatened. There. <laughs> that feels a little more accurate. I don't uh, know what you're talking about. Mm. Uh, although, meanwhile, uh, while they are heading to do that, uh, Remy had decided to split off to pursue some more of the uh, side tasks that he had set for himself. Uh, so with that... While the rest of the group are making their way to Aristarchus's home, Remy. Yep. What are you up to? Not side tasks. Like this is still main task stuff. It's just there should definitely not be other people around while he investigates the avenues he currently has to investigate. Because that would not go well. Um. 
So I'm going to start by going to the bar that we were last going to meet at. The Eagle's Wing? Yeah. Yes. Or the one that wasn't so heavily Imperial. Um, the one that we were going to meet at that I abruptly changed the meeting place. Ah, yes, the Eagle's Wing. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to go looking for someone. All right. Uh, See if I can find them in a public place. Are you looking for that same person that you had seen that caused you to change that? Yes. Uh, This will be kind of luck and kind of awareness. Roll me cunning. Absolutely. Cunning? Okay. And you do get to add your, I think, rank bonus dice for your ability? Yep. Five successes, but a complication. So That makes a ton of sense. So, do you have an idea of what kind of complication that might be, or do you want me to come up with something? Go ahead. Have have a blast. (laughs) So... You definitely have found the right place as you sort of look around. Um, and you you don't see her inside, so you start looking around the exterior. Okay. Um, and you can't help but curse your luck when you start to turn around a corner only to hear the cock of an auto pistol behind your head. Haven't Before seen you in a you while. Okay, sorry. It's a very familiar feminine voice that speaks behind you. I don't think that's true. I think you saw me not very long ago. We just didn't have a chance to check up. How are you? I've been doing all right ever since you betrayed us all and left us to rot. Funny, I see that very differently. Do you have a moment? I think we should talk. Roll persuasion. Okay. Uh, four successes. There's a there's an exhale of breath, and you hear you hear the you hear the gun put into a holster. Let's get a let, let's let's get a table. We should do this publicly, not keeps both of us from from misbehaving. Yeah, sure. I got my I got my icon on me. Nobody should question me. All right. Yeah, go find a a table that's out of the way. You you turn around and you once again see the like vibrantly dyed hair, but the like. <sighs> A uh, long sort of concealing leather coat that is gone over what looks to be a dancer's attire normally, mm-hmm. uh, but with the with the very obvious hanging aquila just to throw people off. That you very much know conceal the the coat and the attire very much conceals tattoos that people would not find appropriate uh, were anyone to see underneath. You're looking good. Can't say the same for you. 
Oh, that's just me. It's not. I'm not saying it's inaccurate. I'm just saying it's me. You look like you just got the shit kicked out of you. What I did I just get the shit kicked out of me multiple times, but that's not the point. Let's look. Yeah, look around. Find a table that is not out of the way visually, but it's like out of the way enough that there can be a conversation without it being overheard. Mm -hmm. Somewhere in the bustle. Yep. Yeah. Take a seat. She sits down across, kicks her legs up. So, look. We... I understand. I've heard word that there's a little of an uptick of activity going on. I mean... Underhive's always busy, you know that. I'm talking about Tycho. Okay. And that name's supposed to mean something to me? Doesn't it? Roll me insight. Yeah. You want to use a wrath on that? Yes, I am definitely going to use a wrath on that. Fuck you! Fortunately, it wasn't hard. You didn't roll that well. Okay. Um... Yeah, it's two successes in a complication. Yeah. Uh, so I, I get a rag and two ruin from that. Yep. As she sort of sucks her teeth for a second. Yeah, I guess he has been making a name for himself recently. He's been getting on the wrong people's radar. How do you define the wrong people in your line of work? He's creating a situation where things down here are going to get much more violent everybody very soon and I know you I know he probably doesn't care about that I don't even know if you care about that anymore but I don't think it's going to turn out well for you you think trying to fix things down here is going to happen without violence this isn't going to fix anything I don't know from where I stand the government could use some shaking up it's not going to shake anything up. All it's going to do is bring enough people down here from up there that they just wipe everything, including y'all, and start new as much as they can. Sure, there'll always be the little the, the the roaches that manage to scurry down into the hole deep enough, but it's not going to be good for y'all. Jerusalem won't be good for them either. Won't be good for them either. I'm putting my odds on them of, of, of who's going to come out better in this deal, though. So here's the thing. I think it's in your best interest to...
let's say, back away from the situation. Oh, are you looking out for me? You do care. And the easiest way to do that. We need information. The people are trying to keep this, uh, keep, keep this as good as possible without completely fucking giving one side or the other any particular advantage. And there might even be something in it for you. So that's it, huh? You need a favor, like you always do. No, I need information. I need you to sell out somebody who's gonna fuck you all over. I mean, that's a real hard sell coming from someone who left us all behind. When Tycho showed up, he started helping. Taught us how to stand up for ourselves. Gave us organization, gave us equipment. I'm sure thing I'm sure he did a lot of good stuff to start with, but he's gone far beyond that and he always intended to. But you know what? I'm not even necessarily worried about him so much. Cause when those kind of rats stick their heads up, they get smashed fine on their own. He's got someone with him. Psyker. Mm, you mean the witch? Yeah. Yes. I want to take that away from it. Because that's going to do serious damage to everybody down here. I mean, and. It creeps me the fuck out, but I mean, they all do. Then it's even better for you. And. If you do so, I'm going to reach into my jacket. And pull out just to reveal most of it, sort of under the table, kind of, you know, so it's not seen by everybody. Uh, the cover of the, 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 the book mm-hmm. came across this, figured it might be useful for you and yours. And then put it back in. Okay. You have a you, you get you're getting three bonus dice off of this because you have a very good uh copy. Motherfucker! <laughs> you, you got another wrath you can spend. I do have another wrath, and yes, I am one hundred percent gonna spend it. That's there better. we go. <laughs> There's some Nine there. successes. There's so There's... many threes. Right? Sh- you gonna shift any icons on that one? Uh, yeah, you only needed uh, you only needed what? three. Uh, okay. In that case, you have uh, you have you th- could... three shifts you can make. So one for extra success on making it make it extra successful. I believe that's the thing. Yes. And huh? What? Bless you. You can't really make it faster in this case. It's not no, really I know. useful. You, but you can ask me a question that is related, or you can gain a glory. You can only gain one glory off. So, so I'll gain a glory. Okay. Says, and... 
I'm gonna say how to put this. Um, is is there anything that I have picked? I I don't know if this is stretching the bounds of ask ask a question for information. Is there anything that I've been able to pick up about how she really feels about Tycho? I'll say yes. Okay. Um, you're picking up a little bit of... It's a weird mix. It's a combination of... You know this woman. You, you've mm -hmm. interacted with her a lot. You know she's cautious. Uh, even if she is completely reckless in this, at the same time. Um, but she's suspicious. She's a, she's a real suspicious kind of person. And so you're getting this sense of both hesitancy, but also a bit of starstruck and idolization. Okay, fair enough. Like, she, she, she is not completely sold on everything that Tycho is, but there's a lot of this guy knows things. This guy has big ideas and the and the power to back them up, kind of. Right. Uh, almost idolization. Fair enough. Um, but with that uh, success shifted for extra for extra effectiveness, uh, she sort of whistles a little bit as you as you reveal the the just a little bit of the book and sort of leans back a little bit or actually leans forward rather because she was in leaning back she leans forward puts her feet down mm -hmm. where'd you get that you know me i i come across all sorts of interesting things occasionally i see something that may be of future value to me yeah and you just collect things that you can find useful don't you no, I do. Including people. So, I'm just going to, I'm I'm going to cut through all of the the bullshit here and say you're interested, and I would be more than happy to pass it over once we have the witch. Yeah, that one's going to be tough. She doesn't really... Tycho keeps her on a short leash. I'm sure she... I'm sure he does. I've seen that. Well, if you've seen her, you know how dangerous she is. I do that. And... Tycho makes sure that she doesn't go off half-cocked. Where does he keep her? They tend to move around between hideouts, but last I heard, our last meeting places were somewhere on the under on the underhive ground floor. Okay. <laughs> what else uh, do you know about her? I know she's fucking creepy. Uh, last time when he was trying, he, he and he brings her for he brings her for bodyguard work too. When he, uh, I heard when he went it when he went to try and uh, raise some hell around the chosen, one of them, the idiots they are, ran up and tried to pick a fight, and she just squashed him. 
didn't even lift a finger, just crushed him with her mind. That tracks. But, I mean, if you're looking for her, I mean, go where shit gets freaky. Okay. But, I mean... I'm sure there are... I'm sure there are times Tycho has to go somewhere leave her behind. Does he keep her, Does he keep guard on her? I mean, I'm not that high up in the organization to know who, but yeah, typically whenever she's not around him, she's usually kept somewhere safe. Okay. Do you know where in the bottom of the hive there ha the hideout is? Approximately. I'm not asking you to give me an exact location. Last time He said he wanted he said he wanted her nearby in case any of those freaks that live down there all the all the mutants who live down there get uppity uh, while he was doing work. The uh God, what's it called? Um Yeah, the uh, the Steel Legion graveyard. Steel Legion graveyard. All right. Apparently, apparently, uh, long time ago when the uh, Imperium first took over this planet, a couple centuries back, three or four, I don't remember how long. Um, they uh, they brought in the Armageddon Steel Legion, supposedly, and uh, there's a spot where. Some of those battles went real bad, and uh, some of their kit and their bodies and their vehicles are still down there. He's keep he's he, that's where they've been hiding out as of or last you heard it. Last I heard, I remember that they were moving around. Like I know they've got some place up in. I mean, show that the guy's got connections. He has some. He has some place up in Mortis Veritas territory, but I doubt he'd bring the witch in there. They would at least Mortis MVs. The MVs wouldn't really stand for it. Having you know someone who could read their minds in a place where they try to keep their secrets. So wait, they know he's there. Oh, they know everything about their turf. I I'm just don't... sure they do, but let me clarify that. They're okay with the fact that he's there. I don't know how. You, I don't know if you'd say okay, but more don't want to. They're tolerating the fight. Okay. Fair enough. Like I said, he's got pull. Even the big gangs pay attention. Yeah, it's not going to be a good. That's not going to be a good decision on their part. Listen. It's not just the it, it, it's not just the Imperium that's that that that's got their eyes on this situation. Not just the, the actual government part of it. 
He's been fucking around in the noble houses up there. He's been fucking with their kids. <laughs> like this is this is not just the 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 standard what somebody like him normally does. I know you like recklessness, but this is the there is a limit to that. Maybe meant to do well to start. Maybe he didn't, because from what I understand, he started doing that stuff not long after or or, or prob- possibly even before he started becoming prominent down here. <laughs> so maybe this was his plan all along. I'm just just trying to give you a warning. So what? You disappear and I cut ties and try to start all over again? You do what you're going to do. I'm not trying to say you have to go one way or the other. I'm just trying to give you the information to make the decision that's best for you. Is that staying on, staying where you are? Fine. I don't control that anymore. But if I were you, yeah, I would get as far as fucking possible away from this situation. Because this is not going to turn out well. And where does an underhive rat like me go? You find places. There's always places. That's part of what he was doing down here, was trying to correct some of the imbalance. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he said. Listen... I've got some, uh, I've got, you know me, I've got places to go, people to be. We get a hold of the, when we get a hold of the witch, I'll get in contact you and we'll do some business. It's always I'm been, gonna it's hold, always I'm nice. not going to hold my breath. I'm fully expecting to hear about you being a smear. Always a delight. I'm going to stand up, pay for a drink, pay for my drinks and walk out. leaving behind someone that you had previously been relatively close with. Yes, very much uh, so. We shift over to the rest of the crew. The last uh, the last of the lifts brings you up to the level where Aristarchus' home is. Uh, you find yourselves in a relatively industrious section of the Hive City. Um, upper mid-Hive, so you've got a lot of the... Uh, the, the more uh, skilled labor, uh, a lot of the general technicians and like factory workers that don't just hammer things on a line, um, the people who actually have to know a little bit of what they're doing, and some of the uh, and some of the members of the Mechanicus who are here on planet uh, tend to live in this area. So I don't know exactly what Dad's got planned for dinner tonight, but I'm sure it'll be something that everybody finds relatively appetizing. They're always great at providing that sort of thing, especially when there's guests coming out. So, um, out of character, have we 
done our bargain with the uh, Invoca? Not yet. But she said that if you were talking to the Mechanicus as a whole, she was fucking off for a bit, so. <clears throat> I thought we had said uh, that we were going to uh, swing by the ship. I didn't know if we were swing by after dinner or. Probably after all things considered. Because <laughs> the, the shit, the, her, the house is between. Uh, Okay. The the landing pad and and you all. So, are we late currently? Uh, all things considered, um, <clears throat> roll me a d sixty six. Give me a luck. Give me a luck check. Do do do. Boom. Twenty four. Hmm. Uh, you are. Exactly 5.75 minutes ahead of time. Crazy Omnisaya, we are not going to piss Mum off that much. All right, everybody, this way. Mm. Uh, There's my small miracle. There's a curious, <laughs> there's a curious look across Sarah's face at that statement. Do I catch that? Mm. I'm hiding it. I don't know. I'll observe it. Very. So probably seven successes on awareness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mum is a very strict adherence to schedules. So having someone show up late for a meal is a bit of a, uh, but it doesn't always go off very well. She has a weaponized level of passive aggression when she chooses to employ it. Mm. I see our mothers were very similar. Um, I very much doubt it. Johnny, uh, <clears throat> I forget. There's Darkness' mom know that he's currently working for the Inquisition. Uh, you literally spoke to her, That's so what yes. I thought. That's what I thought, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the puzzled look continues. I've yet to meet anyone who can... Out- <laughs> I've yet to meet anyone who can outpass aggressive an Imperial Inquisition. Well, to that note, uh, you may, as far as I'm aware, be the first uh, member of the Inquisition that I've had the pleasure of dining with at home. So we will have to see. Mm. Tina leans down to uh, Blair and says, I don't understand passive aggressive. <laughs> what does this <laughs> mean? It's supposed to be active aggressive. Uh... uh... <laughs> Don't piss her off, alright? Okay. All you need to know right now. I I uh adjust my top hat in the mirror of my blade. Just sort of <laughs> any sort of shiny surface. Just gonna make sure I look good. That's it's gonna be great. Give a big toothy grin to the reflection. Yeah, exactly. Alright. That might be the most at work thing I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Aristarchus will give his traditional greeting to the door. Beep, bop, boop. Alpha, Delta, Alpha, Alpha. There's a a string of binary coming from Aristarchus that just sounds like a... It sounds like a speaker on backfire. Just like... Aristarchus, how did you patch up Lorewell's eye? Uh, Right now, it is literally... Right, so there's basically there's a plasma bandage over top uh, with 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 an absorb pack underneath. 
Um, so yeah, right now she she very much looks like, hi, we have pulled this one directly from the battlefield and are just making sure that the ocular socket remains uh, as non-leaky as possible. <laughs> we have here our true court there. <laughs> I pass. Mom, Dad, Mom, we're home. We made it. And uh, uh, aside from the like very stern voice of Aristarchus's mother that you had heard previously uh, when you when you had spoken to her, uh, at least those of you who had, um, the other voice that you hear acknowledging is one uh, significantly closer to Aristarchus in tone and inflection, uh, as you hear a uh, a somewhat masculine voice but still very much like fully augmented and uh created mechanically uh uh intones uh ah there's there's the boy come back home come on come on come in come in you got nutrients waiting for you thanks dad and we've got one two three four we, we've got the visitors that are uh, sent ahead on so uh everybody this is this is dead uh this is Mr. Teratonius Dactyl, uh, and uh, you've all, some of you. Uh, is Mum around? Do we doing introductions like normal? Or? Yes, yes, I am right here. Comes another voice. Uh, and as, this is my mum, Miss Polyphyra Dactyl. As the as the group of you are introduced, uh, the the two people that stand before you uh, are uh, Engine Seer uh, Teratonius Dactyl and Transmechanic Polyphyra Dactyl. Uh, between the two of them, you have some very differing um, general colorizations. Uh, Teratonius appears to be mostly mechanical at this point. Um, as you as you look at him, uh, let me get yeah, there he is, engine seer. Um, his entire faceplate is uh, solid steel. Uh, the the entire front of his face looks like a machine, and he has a pair of large extending ocular ocular inserts that sort of like telescope out a little bit and sort of rotate around. Um, uh, three total arms: two on the left that appear to be completely mechanical, and one on the right that seems to be somewhere some of his last remaining flesh is. He still has one human hand on the right um, as he sort of extends it in greeting. Um, Although he looks mostly mechanical, it doesn't appear to be drastically augmented, unlike, uh, for instance, Vita Alpha 9 or uh, Mu Kappa Pharaoh, who have a lot more general augmentation to them. Um, he appears to be mostly made of metal. Um, his legs uh, sort of extend down and end in these almost like insectile, forward-facing, um, clawed limbs. Um, and he is dressed in robes of bright, like, sky blue and white trim. Uh, which I believe are the same color as Aristarchus's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um. Yeah, we we came from the same forge world for training. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, in introducing again for those of you who have not previously seen her, uh, is uh, transmechanic Polyphera. Uh, dressed in the um, orange and crimson of uh, why am I forgetting the name of her Forge World? Uh, fuck. <laughs> Mars. 
No, she's not Martian. No. Okay. Uh, she was. Now I'm trying to remember. They're the ones that make plasma. Mm-hmm. Uh, Riza. That's Riza. It. Yep. Mm-hmm. Of the 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 orange and the orange and crimson of Riza, uh, with four limbs and. Though all of her limbs appear to be mechanical, she actually has the upper half of her face still appears to be made of flesh. She has a, like a, a lower jaw um, like augment that sort of replicates the look of a gas mask, and one large uh, uh, yellow ocular on her right on the right side of her face. But the rest of her face is still fleshed and human, um, and her feet end in what appear to be boots, uh, like normal feet. But the legs themselves appear to be mostly mechanical. And uh, four limbs, two two arms on each side, uh, as she enters and looks. Uh, her hood is pulled down, revealing that she still has a little bit of the like reddish brown hair that uh, is, that sits on her face. Although uh, the right side of it is completely gone because there's the metal plate around her ocular implant, but the 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 upper and left side of her face still has an amount of hair on it. Um. Uh, as the uh, the two of them sort of look across the group, uh, Teratonius uh, sort of, well, I see your group is as colorful as you'd laid out in your database. That's right, Dad. Uh, this is uh, Sarah Sortinos, our leader, uh, Miss uh, Blair, uh, who uh, Blair Hart, who I think I've mentioned before, is one of my regulars, her and her uh, family uh, at the Medikai. Uh this is Tina. Hi! I think she knows needs no introduction. Uh, don't worry, she's on license by uh, Miss Artinos' uh, road trader employer and uh, Miss Laurel, uh, who's uh, Laurel Fire from, uh, she's an attache to Alstandris, higher up the spire, uh, and is working as bodyguard for Miss Artinos. Where's Remy? As if Aristarchus is noting for the first time, Remy is not with us. Uh, Remy had his own things to do. And Remy had an appointment. Remy's another lad, and uh, he's almost as easy to pick out of a crowd as Miss Tina here is. (laughs) For different reasons. (laughs) (laughs) He's just going to let that hang. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, um... Polyphira sort of looks over the group. And I assume you have done the uh, proper uh, information gathering and uh, uh, details of... I mean, you are of, you are indeed of, of the of the biologus. I assume you have properly studied your companions. Yes, I have. I've done a number of uh, medical uh, investigations. And uh, yeah, no, uh, I was actually uh, able to... Uh, learn a good bit about some of the uh, polyp nature of uh, Miss Tina's ancestry, uh, some of the spool collections, and he pulls out a little vial that has just some green powder in it. Um, and Miss uh, Laurel was kind enough to get her eye shot out, so I'll be uh, replacing that a little later, and uh, we'll be able to make some very interesting records of uh, how Imperium uh, implants can be adapted for Xenos uh, physiology. Hmm? Yeah, that should be an interesting story. Please relay to me the information once you have all of it. I will send you all of the academic literature with proper cross-references 
per your usual uh, preferences, Mum. Mm. All right, very well, very well. Uh, let us uh, actually begin the process of ingesting nutrients and enjoying a meal. Right this way, everybody. Right this way. Mm. No nicknames. Mm. <laughs> as uh, as Teratonius uh, and Polyphera sort of walk over to a separate room that has just about the only concession to typical meatbag lifestyle is the dining room. Everywhere else is like perfectly laid out for machine optimization. There is almost no sense of comfort, just complete efficiency. The dining room table is, however, the one place where there is actually like aesthetic decorum set out ever there's a there's a large long table of like well-worked machinery and like gold trimmed uh steel uh with like a variety of metals of metal chairs that have been extras laid out uh for the for the incoming guests and uh like very not like super fancy but definitely well-made like steel and and metallic uh serving wear laid out for uh, in places for everyone. Uh, uh, Aristarchus will very hurriedly remove the chair that was intended for Remy and start rearranging place settings as quickly as he can. Um, <laughs> I know that seven is not the primary number. I mean, seven's prime number, which is very interesting in and of its own self. But, you know, the efficiency would have been better with eight, but we'll get it figured out. I'm sure it'll be fine. Mum will adjust. She's able to adjust sometimes, so it should be all right. They're there. Aristarchus, <laughs> were you not there when Remy said he wasn't joining us? Well, he said he had to go off and do something, but I figure he'd catch yes. up by now. But no. He said he wasn't joining us because he had to do something. I don't think this... Is that we? Aristarchus. Yeah. Breathe. You know, I'm going to get that replaced one of these days, Miss Ortinos, yes. and I think everybody will be much better off. Until that point, remember to use your lungs. Yes, sir. And uh, as as Polyphera sits down at, at the one of the heads of the table, um, uh, the uh, she is sort of each of you feel like she is scrutinizing you deeply in turn. You can almost see as if her mechanical eye is, like, scanning you down to the molecular structure, which may or may not be the case, depending on it. <laughs> I raise my uh, I, I raise my eyebrow at her when I get that feeling. And uh, in the back of my head, there's just vaguely the, the, imagined, the imagined image of, of, of like classification, like classified, like stamps going over everything. <laughs> <laughs> redacted, redacted, redacted. This person has a whole bunch, bunch of black bars over a large number of their molecular structure. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. I think Laurel doesn't think of the, the thing of it. She's used to getting stared at by every Monkai on this planet, so. Uh, but. After after a while, um, uh, uh, Teratonius uh, emerges with uh, several um, meal setouts, um, and for most of you who either eat fungus for uh, <laughs> or or just on like standard imperial rations for 
most of your regular meals. Uh, it's an impressive spread. It, it appears to be that uh, there is actually some manner of game foul uh, and uh, a bit of grox, which is a like large cattle lizard that is that is grown on some agri worlds that uh, provides lizard steak. Um, uh, and uh, as he sort of places it down, along with there's like some like. Uh, pounded starch uh, and uh, uh, standard like purified water uh, out set, set for everyone as a, as a drink. Uh, uh, Teratania sort of sort of mutters to himself and, and also to everyone around as he's as he's setting things down. Yes, as it turns out, the uh, traders from coming in from recent agri worlds actually had a decent crop of nice nutrient dense food. Uh, Grox, as always, very high in calories, very good for uh, providing the energy your body needs, especially one mechanical one. Uh, and uh, as it turns out, uh, some uh, uh, Ultramarian gamefowl uh, coming in from the core worlds of Ultramar, uh, very nice, a uh, good bit of a garnish just to uh, uh, appease that little bit of humanity that care for something that tastes really nice. And possibly for the first time, you guys see Aristarchus twist and remove his lower face mask. Um, and he's got a surgically inset um, collar that basically covers the lower part of his, his face um, where it slots in. But he actually has a mouth down there with, like, teeth and shit. Does he have lips? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Because it's not entirely unheard of for you to have a mouth, but no right. lips. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nope. Is there He's, any right. like facial hair or anything? No, none whatsoever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and the skin inside the collar is honestly significantly paler than the rest that is uh, to the outside. And yeah, he'll uh, start serving things around the table. I've been eyeballing Aristarchus's mom back because this is very concerning. <laughs> Just this, this is assessing an enemy, and I'm uh, mm. every every time you look at her, at least one of her eyes is like boring into you. Mm, okay, it's I like don't. she can it's like she can sense your eye contact and returns it in in, in, in time. I'm trying not to blink when I is watering very heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Aristarchus also continues to keep a. He's got a little pile of um, uh, augmentic components and keeps uh, looking at Laurel and kind of rearranging them with a very sort of analytical uh, kind of evaluative gaze. Yeah, I think I think I think this should should do the trick. Mm -hmm. You should be able to. Yeah, Aristarchus. Yeah, you know we do not bring work to the dinner table. Sorry, mum. Scrapes it back into his pockets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> how was uh, how was how was how was communications uh, at the uh, at the suborbital today? Mm -hmm. uh, it has been uh, active. The uh, fielding requests for the uh, uh, allocation of incoming ships has been entertaining, especially with the. Imperial regiments that have been taking that have been taking housing in the uh, upper areas of the orbital platform. Uh, transition requests for soldiers on leave heading down to the planet's surface. 
especially as I understand the regiment itself is actually native to the planet. Uh, the uh, Also, the uh, small number of trade uh, ships that are docked, including one of a uh, abhuman origin. There is a, uh, a variously classified as either abhuman or xenos, depending upon planetary regulations, uh, ship of individuals who identify themselves as kin, uh, colloquially known as squats, uh, placed upon the lower suborbital landing pad appears to be a trade vessel which has has had leave granted by Greater Ultramar and as that is the nearest uh, overarching governmental body uh, as we are far closer to Ultramar than to Holy Terra uh, their uh, authority has been accepted in the matter and so they are allowed to trade much as I have to argue the fact with uh, local dignitaries who are offended at a trade's birth being allowed to what they call uh, abhumans or xenos. We're actually going to stop by and see them a little later today, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, do take uh, good care to inspect their technology. I have been curious about it for some time. I met one of them, and she had, like, a levitative conveyance, and he'll go into detail as much as he was able to gather about the, the, the hover bike uh, that, that she had been riding. Whenever you're talking technology, Polyphera appears to be deeply interested and mm -hmm. pays very close attention. Congratulations, y'all. You're at the most boring family dinner ever. Ceres <laughs> has been very pointedly saying <laughs> the common Sarah Stargus to breathe is the last and only thing you said. Claire's just nodding her head, trying to follow best she can. Uh, at some point, Aristarchus will bring up to his parents that uh, he, in his mind, at least, uh, he's gotten the uh, the mechanicus to pay better attention to the underlying infrastructure uh, and utilities of the lower hive, which he feels will be of great help, assistance, and improvement to the quality of life for everybody down there. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if his parents share the honestly vaguely empathetic approach that he has, uh, or if they're more interested in the efficiency of the. Uh, the mechanical side of the project, but he's very proud, obviously. Uh, Polyphera definitely is more on the, like, uh, the, the efficiency, return, returning some efficiency to the Underhive might make it more useful kind of aspect. Mm -hmm. Teratonius, um, as someone who works in Manufactorum Civis, has a little bit more of that empathetic bend, mm -hmm. uh, and he sort of, oh yeah, I've been telling, I've been trying to tell the, the uh, tech priests of the upper end of the uh, Manufactorum that there needs to be a little bit more work done there, everything's going to come crashing down, then we've got civilians displaced, everyone's unhappy, it's good that you're getting work done to help people down there. And yeah, Aristarchus uh, is just grinning widely and thinks this is the best night ever. Polythea. Mm -hmm. You, uh, If if I'm understanding you correctly, you you deal with the uh, communications outside of uh, planetary orbit. That is correct. I am a trans mechanic. I do not know if that word means anything to you, my uh, my son's Zeno's companion. Uh, but the uh, we handle the 
transmission of Vox and other signal technologies through and about the local space. I know we don't necessarily need to talk work, but uh, how has communication with Xenos species been? Well, considering the general stance of the Imperium, that most Xenos are only to be mistrusted and only dealt with in the most extenuating of circumstances, it has been uh, minimal. Mum does know all the necessary broadcast rituals, though, so if anybody was to reach out to anybody uh, outside the uh, Imperium, uh, I think she'd probably get a direct command route through on request, probably. Indeed, I am the primary source of communication between the planet and all outsiders, including those of Xenos, uh, such as the more lax stance upon communication that has been adopted by Greater Ultra. And how long have you been in your current seat? Oh, I've been a transmechanic of this fourth world for, at this point, approaching my second century. Oh, then it was you I talked to. Hmm. Did we have a did we have a communication exchange in the past? Uh, you are the one who authorized my uh, descent to uh, join the Hive World. Ah, yes, uh, the the lone Corsair ship that had been uh, spotted and was about to be shot down, but uh, yes, uh, falling ship collapsing into a local infrastructure would not be ideal for the city, uh, and so with uh, the lack of weapons and the hail uh, and the Agreement of one of the local noble houses. Yes, it was uh, granted permission to land, I recall. Wait, is that how you got here? <laughs> this has been the only part of the conversation Tina has, has been able to follow. There was a gun? Yes, okay. <laughs> it got shot down. <laughs> Aristarchus is doing the chin in hands thing like a kid does when their parents are talking about stories from when they were kids, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, roughly 200 years ago, I... I have, oh, 200, 150. Time is meaningless. Uh, I did... I'm not familiar... I'm not sure many of you are familiar with the, uh, the coterie. Uh, aspect of my people. Uh, those are... a group of empires. No, just kidding. He doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> those of us who wish in the uh, do not who do not wish to remain on the Eldari craft worlds form small bands called coteries. I had one known as the Broken Wings, and through a uh, series of both fortune and misfortune, I ended up piloting the ship on my own. And uh, misjudging a little bit on my uh, my route and hitting orbit to the Hive World. 
So uh, rather than being shot down uh, as potential incoming threat, I reached out to uh, Madame Dactyl here. And that's where my connection to House Tantris comes from. Yes, I recall that the House Tandris was the one to vouch for your incoming ship. Or did you yeah, ahead of time? See, that's the thing that I still don't understand. And Lord Tandris won't discuss with me? No. I had no connection to him beforehand. Well, sounds like we're simply lacking some of the requisite contextual data, then. To be fair, this was a, to be said, as historical records recall, the first, the first three decades, I believe, of Lord Moulton Tandris's return to his noble house after his military campaign abroad. Uh, his house had just been risen from one of the minor noble families to one of the major. Uh... I uh, would be unsurprised to learn that perhaps he had gained some familiarity, considering most of his experience was with the uh, Ultramar uh, realms of the Imperial Guard and the Ultramarines of Adeptus Astartes. Uh, it would be unsurprising that he perhaps had some interaction with those who are more f- uh, positively disposed to the Eldari Xenos species. Yeah. Guess that makes sense. It does shine a little bit of light on the situation. GM. <clears throat> that shuriken pistol that she's carrying, how common of a weapon is that? It's a pretty standard Eldari pistol. Yeah, like <laughs> most most uh like for other Xenos, very rare. Only Eldari carry shuriken weapons. Perhaps at a later date, uh, seeing as we have a uh, full plate at this point, uh, no pun intended, I could show you a bit of the technology from my craft, from my side of the universe. Yeah. It would be uh, interesting to examine uh, Zeno's technology. Of course, we would need to take uh, sufficient uh, precautions to protect against any potential tech heresy, uh, but it would be uh, a worthwhile endeavor. Oh, speaking of full plates, mine's empty. <laughs> you know, faceplate goes back on. Mum, Dad, may I be excused? We have to go talk to some hidden abhumans about some guns and stuff. And as the the rest of you have sort of noticed, uh, Teratonias, his whole face is like fully functional and his mouth, like the lower jaw, actually opens like it was a human mouth with mechanical teeth and everything. Right. Um, <laughs> He's eating Lormanly, effectively. Uh, whereas Polyphera, uh, her entire lower jaw appears to be very efficiently replaced, and there's just sort of this, like, 
blender in the front of the uh, in the front of the jaw that she just sort of intakes food and immediately just is like mulched into a slurry that is just then immediately consumed. We <laughs> <laughs> done already. Sarah's food has disappeared from her plate. None of you saw her eat. <laughs> what did Gina say? Are we done already? Oh, yeah. I mean, did you know? Has Tina not eaten any of her food? She, she's eaten some of it. She tried it. It's weird human food. Um, uh-huh. I mean, it's meat. It's meat. I mean, you can yeah, eat it. Like, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, she's she's like just trying to like keep very like just watching a lot of things right now. <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> Yes, if you have all taken sufficient sustenance, uh, if you have prior engagements, I would not wish to keep you from your timely schedule. It is how it is nice to have uh, been able to see you for dinner again, Aristarchus. I'll be back again next week, unless we're all dead in the underhive. Terrence and I are sort of nods. Right, uh, do do take care of yourself, of course. Uh, wouldn't want to uh, lose our only child. Uh, but, uh, of course, uh, you do what you must do, of course, for the glory of the Mechanicus and the Omnissiah. That's right, and uh, yeah, uh, I'll send you the reports about the uh, the installation as well. Uh, Dad, have there been any uh, any odd uh, any odd requests come through? Actually, as far as the manufacturing, anything weird or out of the ordinary that might bear looking into as we try and uh, help Miss Artinos sort out the agenda that she and her rogue trader boss have on planet. Hey. Well, uh, out of out of the ordinary in what regard? Because, I mean, the Manufactorum Civis typically answers to the needs of the noble houses, so we get all sorts of strange requests whenever they need something built, but uh, as far as anything outside of that, um, let me think. What was the, uh, what was the, the, the name of the Spire Hunter or whatever? Uh, oh, the, uh, uh lady? Uh, n- Oh gosh, Nyree's Gento. Thank you. Yeah, right. I want to call her Mouse Gento. Ain't from Mouse Gento. Hmm? Uh, last thing I recall about uh, House Gento, uh, hmm, I believe uh, there was a request for a modified air car, uh, reinforced armor plating, uh, weapon mounts for heavy bolters. Uh, that had to go to Manufactorum Ferrum, obviously. Um, and uh, enhanced propulsion, uh, what we had on hand, obviously. Uh, don't often get too much uh, request for uh, souping up the typical air car. Uh, and uh, oh, yeah, there was a request for a, a prey sense uh, scanner built into the uh, uh, the um. Uh, uh, the uh, optical scanning equipment of the uh, vehicle. Sorry, uh, what exactly is that? Oh, that is a mechanical uh, schematic that allows the uh, optical sensors of uh, a mechanical entity to be able to bypass uh, low light, uh, debris in the air. It's it, you can pretty much just pick up anything anywhere as long as it's within range of your sensor sensor band. Hmm? All right. 
Yeah, it's 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 super souped up thermal vision, basically, effectively. You know, right. Mm-hmm. When did that requisition come in? The first thing Sarah says at the entire dinner. <laughs> uh, that was uh, about three days ago. Oh, that's real recent. How, how, All right. What would be the turnaround on a request just that? Uh, well, it came from one of the noble houses and with an express order from uh, not just Ascanto, if I recall. Uh, it was another one. Uh, what was the... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Aus Alignon, that was the one. Uh, Ed put in a request to expedite that uh, creation. So, with two noble houses going in, we got that one done within a day. Uh, do, do you know if the request came from a specific person or just the house? Can't really say that'd be more for the tech priest who oversaw the manufacturing. I just did most of the line work, you know, got most of the uh, got the circuitry put in all right. Well, thanks, Dad. Glad to help me, son. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Still, I reckon that most of you's got a busy schedule to keep, so wouldn't want to keep you too long. All right. Love you, Dad. Love you, Mum. We'll be, uh, on our way. And, uh, yeah, I'll keep a data bus up to make sure you know what's going on where. Of course. Be safe. Be safe, Aristarchus, and go with the Omnisire's blessing. Yes, Mum. Omnisire's blessing, everybody. Yes, quick. All right. Well, we better be off. <laughs> Bye. Up and gone. Aristarchus, if there's any food left on Tina's plate, we'll simply pick it up and drop the plate in the kitchen and have something to hold the rest of it. Yeah. Actually, he'll probably just push it. He'll probably just push it into your. Uh, mega arm. Minion, get it. Right, yeah. <laughs> the 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 grot the grot sort of. Ah, oh, yeah. Thank you very much. And uh, <laughs> welcome. And uh, when you hand it to the grot, he immediately starts. Right. Uh-huh, yeah. Just uh-huh, a little uh-huh, lawnmower. Uh-huh. Right. Like a cartoon woodchuck. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> we will just put a hand on Air Circus's shoulders. They're heading out, and he just whisper, "Slow down, calm down, and breathe." All right, Miss Blair. Yeah, no, uh, it's just uh, you usually don't get that exciting at family dinner, so I was a uh, real, uh, yeah, a little high energy, I guess. <laughs> uh, I think they liked everybody down. I'm sure they did. Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> This is a missive for Remy Mara. Remy Mara, can you please respond? Remy Mara. This is a missive for Remy Mara. Come in. By the way, it's Aristarchus Dactyl. Hmm? <laughs> can you set that to repeat silently while we move? Yes, absolutely. Hmm? You're definitely Puts it repeat on it out Puts loud. It on the... <laughs> Speaker. I just like the idea that that's just an audio bomb waiting for Remy whenever it gets to I mean, Remy, where are you when you get that call? Um, probably. He's not going above. He's not going up because he knows they're eventually coming down. <laughs> and if two people, if two groups are trying to connect, you don't have them both move towards <laughs> each other. Unless there's like one route and that's the only route. Um, so 
he will probably just find a place to. You know what? No, he's going on, back. Your whole place to his... got lit on fire. <laughs> he's going back to his place to salvage what he can and move it into one of the other empty apartments in there. <laughs> there are many. Yes, <laughs> he's just gonna squat in a different <laughs> section. <laughs> Pretty much. Excellent. So yeah, he's in the process of like re resetting up his apartment, having moved moved all of his stuff that he could salvage over. Which was a reasonable amount. Like the the right. fire didn't claim all of it, and the bullet and the bullet fire was aiming mostly at you. Yep. Uh. So and the and the fire was aimed up at people who were in the floor above, so it didn't spread too far down. So you've got a decent amount of your stuff still. I'll throw us uh, a, a a couple couple very small coins to, to neighbors to like help move the mattress and shit like that. <laughs> what did I miss yeah. that Remy's apartment got shot up? Tear oh yeah, man. Tear this. Was that we had to, that I happened thought, last week? I thought we were getting attacked somewhere else. No, no, uh, no they attacked right. like everywhere. Gene yep. Steeler cult was literally trying to assault like an entire neighborhood, yeah, yep. essentially. Right. <laughs> and Remy, Remy ended up getting chased into the place where you guys were, which wasn't too far away, as it turns right. out. Right. So yeah, in, in the process of like putting really old like there's not even he doesn't even like him at this point but that's what goes on the wall <laughs> kind of stuff does remy literally have like hotel room artwork like stuff like shit like that yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> it's there the to worst. make it look like the, there's stuff in the place right yeah, yeah look, you're in you're in the process of getting that cool. set up when the call comes in Hi, Aristarchus. What's up? Mr. Remy, we are on our way to visit the Abhuman uh, Kin uh, ship, and I figured it would be wise for us to contact you and see if you had any sort of requisitions or orders or particular equipment in which you may have been personally interested for whatever uh, whatever uh, disreputable nonsense you are currently engaged in. Hmm? Uh, currently, the only disreputable nonsense I'm engaged in in this particular point are crimes against taste. But... Are you a health inspector, Mr. Remy? Just repeat that to... Repeat that to, to, to somebody else who's with you right now, and they'll explain to you what that means. Alright. Um, uh, did you want anything from uh, our friends at the uh, landing pad there? Hmm? No, I think I'm good. Where are you guys going after that? I have information that may be helpful. For our mission overall, not Ms. your requisitions. Miss Sarris, where are we going after we talk with Dickin? Um, what level is the... What level of the, of the hive are everyone's current, like, hideout or hidey holes on? Um... Mostly in the underhive. Yeah, but I mean, like, like, are they relatively similar in elevation to one another, or is one much further up or down than the others? Tina's is on the ground floor. Yeah, Dick Dick Tinka tribe is in the like very very ground floor on the like in the middle of all of the piles. Um, the, uh, the Wastelanders are on the ground floor on the, on the edge of the city. 
like where you can actually see sky. All right. So, so. where would we go? That would be in a place where uh, Blair could get really quickly. And are there any other relevant locations that we need to visit as far as hunting down douchebag McGee? Uh, you're you're waiting on hearing back. Uh, Remy is, I should say, waiting on hearing back from his dead drop uh, with more Veritas. Which was on what level? Uh, that was like in the Underhive near like upper mid-levels of Underhive, but that one uh, you suspect that um, Mortis Veritas will find Remy. Okay. Yeah, they're going to find me. And I'm going to then... get some communication hacked in through my through yeah. through my through, through my uh... Vox speed. Yeah, Vox speed. Uh, in that case, then, um, we'll just say relatively neutral area uh, around the Medikai building. Actually, no, be- definitely, definitely that, because that's where we need to replace, that's where we need to go to replace uh, Laurel's eye. So, the Medi- so, <laughs> so then, yeah, we, uh, the Medikai building. After this, we are headed to the Medikai Primaris, uh, so that I can uh, put an implant into Miss Laurel's eye socket. Mm-hmm. Great. So okay. we will meet you there, I take it? Sure. Fantastic. All right. We will probably have some very fancy new tech to show you when we get there. I can't wait to pretend I'm interested. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Laurel is going to switch her frequency to that of Ema's. Ah, good to hear from you again. What can I help you with? Uh, we are actually on our way to your ship. Ah, wonderful. I'll let the boys know and uh, we uh, roll out the red carpet for you. Uh, will you be present? Of course, I'm already there. Fantastic. Pterodactyl's name literally means queen. Yes. Yes. Because the it's it the 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 wing is made up. It's the same like analogous to right. Yeah, like, a like a bat. It's like a bat right. wing. Like yeah. a bat. Mm-hmm. We've got big membranes in between your very very long fingers. <laughs> Science. Compared comparative anatomy is, is really fun. I love that that's your that's your only rejoinder. How do we how, how do we name this thing? Well, it's got a really long finger and it uses it to fly. Winged finger? Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> I see look, no look, pe- pe- people shit on German for just making up words. The scientific community's fascination with Latin is no less extreme. All I'm saying is that no one can ever make fun of the things that I use to name ever again. <laughs> <laughs> you named this continent the left one. Yes. <laughs> and pterodactyl is wing finger. <laughs> this tangent, as always, brought to you by Final Show Films. <laughs> Which and way no one the else. Ship? This is entirely us. Yep. Uh, yes. This is what you head out for. Those we are, are the, the Northern Hemisphere distributor of tangents. I want that. Homegrown. Homegrown vegan tangents. 
<laughs> ethically sourced, artisanally crafted. You head up not several fire. levels. <laughs> Ashani gets us back on track with a crowbar. Thank you. You find yourselves on the suborbital landing pad. I assume uh, visually it's probably easy to pick out the kinship, right? Oh, yes. Where, 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 everything, where everything imperial is like a flying brick uh, in, in one regard or another. Um, uh, or has that like, you know, typical like trying to imitate a bird, one very, like a pair of very long thin wings and a pointed nose kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the, the ship of the, of the kindred of the doomed, uh, their, their suborbital lander is very rounded. Um, like where, where everything in Imperium ships is hard angles. There are still like, there are still like angles and, and edges on this ship. It's just that rather than, um, like a triangle, like a, just like a hard angle, mm-hmm. it's more, um, almost like uh squared off where instead of instead of where where the imperium would use a single angle to 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 make a turn the 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 kin will use two or three and make it sort of like rhomboid almost okay also so where where uh, imperial imperials are built like a chisel this one's built like a ball peen hammer kind of yeah also okay. uh, no jack uh kinship is a, is an ephemeral connection between people and thus cannot be viewed no matter where you Anyway, <laughs> but yes, uh, the the ship has sort of touched down, and you see that um, from what you can tell, it looks like um, the uh, it it looks like it's a like a a suborbital uh, um, lighter, which means that it's designed for VTOL. It's it's designed to mm-hmm. like take off, spin around, and take off out of a out of a hangar if need be. Um, but it doesn't appear to have any, um, like, it doesn't appear to have, like, dedicated landing gear, uh, and so it seems to just sort of be resting on the ground, uh, without any, like, deployed landing struts or anything, as if something about their landing was already pre-softened without any need for landing struts. Oh, well, that's very interesting. What is our stock? Well, you know, it's, it doesn't have any... Uh, well, most of your Imperial ships will have uh, some sort of uh, extensive additional apparatus to lower the shock of the vessel coming in contact with the uh, solid surface. They're just parked on the belly. Hey, let's just get maximum cargo space out of our out of our machinery, comes Ema's voice as she comes stepping down the open ramp. That's a very efficient design. Wildly advanced. I'm very impressed. I'd imagine oh, that it means that the bottom half of the ship has to be repaired more regularly, though. Uh, not quite. Uh, you remember my bike? Same sort of uh, le- levitational, gravity-defying technology sort of helps keep soften the landing. Uh, doesn't do much more than scratch the paint for a bad day. 
And as long as you've got a uh, proper hardness material for your substrate uh, on the uh, ventral surface of the, the vessel, well, it's unlikely you're necessarily be coming in contact with anything hard enough to damage the uh, actual frame and structure. Hi. And the materials we work with come from, you know, the course of stars, so... Mm-hmm. Aristarchus has his mask on, so you can't see the little bit of drool. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. Oh. So uh, I understand you you lot are looking to make a trade. Ema. 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 Kima is a half link from a different setting. I've had a long Um <laughs> Yes. We're hoping to trade whatever goods and services we might be able to provide. Uh for some of your very effective weapons, considering our particular prey happens to be in common with yours. Hmm. I suppose we could get down to that. Uh, well, come on inside. Uh, we'll show you some of the armory stock that we've got available for you, and we'll see what kind of uh, payment and or tasks we can uh, have out from you for that. Either way. And she sort of turns and heads uh, up. And the, again, uh... the banner is up and visible, so anyone on the dock can see Rogue Trader going into. Yeah. Uh, as she steps up the ramp, she offers a very specific whistle to the crew inside. You don't know what it signals, but apparently it signals something. From a player perspective, have has Aristarchus, because I know he would just lose his goddamn mind and probably try and burn things down, um, he hasn't seen any iron kin around, right? No. Okay. Very specifically, you. I mean, as a player, you can probably guess that, that whistle was hide the right. AI. <laughs> right. <laughs> I see it. Um, but yeah, the uh, the uh, they lead they, they lead you inside, and yeah, the interior of this place is incredibly clean um, by Imperium standards. Like everything has a purity of function that has been simultaneously mixed with an appeal to um, comfort and feel. Um, like, you, you see everything has that sort of, like, rounded, uh, like, impact dampening shape, um, to where most things that, like, blow off will just sort of roll to the side instead of, instead of, instead of impacting dead on on most surfaces. Um, but also where there is, um, wherever there is a place that someone might need to rest for extended periods, you can see that it is thoroughly padded with, like, what appears to be, like, a very thick, um, padded leather. Uh, designed to maximize effective comfort for someone who is going to be operating a piece of machinery for a very long time. Oh, um, by the way, quick, quick question. Um, did Ema make it known that she didn't want to hang out <clears throat> around Mechanicus? When yes, split? Uh, okay. Yeah, right. When yeah, when when well, specifically her wording was, well, if you're going to go talk to them Cogboys, I'm gonna fuck off in a bit. Okay. Um, as we're coming on board, uh, 
Um, also, you know, would you happen to have any of your people's eyes on board? Uh, we have one of our broker, although he's not really like a forge master. He just sort of helps maintain everything. I was wondering, there are specific uh, articles that I personally think for that <clears throat> are difficult to acquire wholesale and was one if there was an article for utilize services if uh, an appropriate price could be agreed upon um and then as as folks are moving around and and and, and taking a look at things <clears throat> lowering voice slightly and also whatever aspect of the mechanics added to find uncomfortable I want to let you know that I personally do not share so if this is a conversation that might add separate from my red I think that can be arranged I think ah then continue looking around while we wait yeah so um after a while, uh, you are walked into what appears to be a subsection of some of the cargo bay, uh, which as you as you enter, you see another kin, uh, this one wearing um, more heavy duty armor, uh, where Ima is dressed in like what appears to be functional, but necessarily light armor, just over over covered with a duster. Um, this individual's armor is much more bulky. Um, in fact, those of you who have seen artistic depictions of the Astartes, it almost reminds you of Astartes armor, um, only built for a smaller frame. Um, it's, it is, uh, like rounded at the shoulders, um, instead of the like teardrop shaped pauldrons, they're more just like bulbous. Um, and the, the plates on the chest, uh, are sort of interlocking and there's a large collar around the neck. Um, with a with a rounded helmet that sort of covers their entire head that is lifted up at the visor, showing their face with the long, like, uh, scruffy black beard on their face. Um, the armor pieces, unlike Astarte's armor, actually ends at about mid-chest, however, and sort of leads down into more, like, common, like, interstellar fatigues on the, on the arms and legs. Um, with still an amount of armor plating on the shins and, and, and uh, knees and boots and the gloves as well have like built-in comm units uh and computer and computer equipment into the into the bracers on the arms uh but overall this looks more like combat gear like combat armor for this individual uh who is again like five foot even at most hello ah Good to meet a lot of you. I take it you're the ones who are looking at our weapon stock. Yeah. yeah weapons as well as any whatever any other gear that might be bartered for. Well, uh, you can call me Gunnar, and I'll be uh, walking you through the equipment that we've got available for you. We were primarily here on a gathering mission rather than a selling one, so our stock's sort of limited. Uh, but, uh, I understand, uh, that, uh, at the very least one of you might want to talk to our broker about a custom job, which handle that later. But for now, the, the gear that we've got available, um, 
and he sort of hits a button and one of the uh, one of the walls like there's a there's a metal grating on the wall and it starts to ratchet up and slide away and you can see there's a variety of weapons on hooks and racks on the wall uh that have been laid out all right so uh, available for purchase or trade or whatever we end up doing as far as uh, uh, our particular trade-in going off. Uh, we have, and he sort of starts to go down the list. Are you all looking for ranged weapons, melee weapons, uh, anything in between, something oh. close range? Both. Anything in specific? Any preferences? Big. <laughs> Fair enough. Something that deals a lot of damage. We have both. We have both ranged and melee specials among our number, though fewer melee than. Uh, so primarily range. Mostly things that will assist us in fighting creatures that do not go down. All right. Um, so, yeah, uh, you're hunting down the things that we hunt as kin. I understand that. So, few things available that might be of use to you. Uh, he uh, looks over at uh, at Tina. Mm could probably mount something heavy on that armor. Um, he uh, he leans over and and thumps his hand on what looks to be a uh, a massive uh, long uh, square contraption with a heavy like uh, box magazine on it. Um, those of you familiar with bolt class weaponry, you might find this quite similar to your Imperium's heavy bolters, uh, sort of typically as I understand them for uh, man-sized Imperial officers to typically uh, squad-operated weapons mounted on tripods for their uh, for their substantial kick. Uh, this is a bolt. This is a this is a Votan pattern bolt cannon. Uh, this is a much Higher caliber weapon, more capable of punching through armor and durability, uh, and uh, has some of our built-in weapons guidance systems that will help steady your aim uh, in moments of injury or danger. Um, does that look Might like work? Does that look like something that could only be wielded by Tina? It has the heavy four trait, which means what? <laughs> Which means unless your strength is at least four, uh, it's very difficult to wield. Right. So most of us probably need power armor. Actually, I think all of us except for Tina would need power armor. Oh, I still need the top power armor. But My you strength already, but, but three you already normal. have it. <laughs> yes. Um, is the... May that... May we... <laughs> I gesture towards it and go, may we, with the implication of pick it up. Hi, I've got a target range over here if you want to test fire. Yes. Tina, would you care to give it a spin? Yes. 
She's trying very hard to seem calm and collected because she, we're making a deal here and you don't want to show that you really, really want a thing. Um, but she does. She very much does. I will. Uh, yeah. Get your and you, from you. Yep. Take, grab. Walk with quickness over and begin shooting. Yeah, so uh, go ahead and make me a ballistic skill test with two bonus dice. Or sorry, with, uh, let me double check. Uh, with two bonus dice, yes. Okay, ballistics. Two bonus die. Nine. Uh, so yeah, uh, there is a thunderous roar. Uh, as this bolt cannon barks to life with rapid fire uh, uh, series of shells that are launched downrange. Uh, the uh, targets that have been set up uh, appear to have been made primarily of like metallic surface and um, uh, like scrap metal, uh, just like spare metal on the interior. The explosive shells of the bolt cannon punch into the armor and then detonate uh, throughout the interior, uh, sending showers of metal sparking along the firing range that has been set up. Huh. That's decent. Pretty good. Uh, <laughs> she's grinning. Uh, yep. Uh, for those of you of a more uh, up-close-and-personal persuasion, he says as he uh, walks over and pulls down what appears to be a, uh, it looks like a shotgun profile, um, but it has like a, like a, um, a rotary barrel, almost like a revolver on the shotgun barrel. Um, as he sort of hands it down, this is a bolt shotgun, which is, uh, I understand, a bit uh, esoteric for typical Imperium construction. But it's a very uh, dangerous close-range weapon, capable of firing either um, open-shot weapons, uh, which can it can be loaded with any kind of special specialized shotgun ammunition that you're used to. But typically, it fires bolts, solid slugs. It can be loaded with either shotgun ammunition or bolt ammunition. May I, as Blair reaches out for it, hold it out to you. All right, she will try firing it. Uh, you, as well, go ahead and make me a ballistic skill test. Just a straight ballistic skill? Yes. Oh, I need to take my stress off. You're not quite ready for the kick that it has when you, when you, when you set it up against your shoulder, but when you fire, uh, it very, it's, it fires a single slug that punches in at like a headshot range and then detonates and sends the, the target dummy scattering. Uh, you suspect that its range is somewhat shorter uh, than the bolt cannons in general, but it still has a pretty decent mid-range. Um, and you suspect that this thing will punch through and can be used in close quarters. Impressive. Might be useful. Now, I uh, also understand that uh, 
you might be looking for something a bit uh heavy duty for your uh up close and personal well either or really uh something more in the pistol range perhaps yeah. uh and he pulls down uh what looks like a plasma pistol um but it has a like glowing orange uh coil instead of the typical like bright teal or green that you would typically associate with plasma weapons Now, this sort of plasma weapon is significantly more reliable than you would typically expect out of Imperium make. Uh, I understand Imperium weapons are prone to getting hot when they're made for plasma discharge, uh, like to burn you as much as they are to wound the enemy. You won't have to worry about overheating with this thing. Heat diffusion is made much more efficient, uh, hence the red coils rather than burning blue hot. I'll offer a hand out to take it, test it. Go ahead. Just take it, feel the weight, point towards a target. Um, forget, is there an aim function in this game? Yes, you can You can indeed take a take a minor action to aim, which will add a plus one to your attack roll. Aim. Three in a competition. Uh, so you uh, so you notice that the uh, the the shot you take, uh, you sort of hold the trigger down for the extended charge that you would normally expect on a plasma pistol. Uh, you don't need that, uh, and normally you think you would have overcharged it and it would have fried you because you would have you would have let it get hot. Uh, but exactly as mentioned. The heat dampening on this gun is extremely good at what normally would have left you a scorched mess on the feedback. Just fires off. Uh, the gun uh, actively employs a safety and cools itself down for a second after you after you manage to overpull the trigger. Uh, however, the scorching ball of plasma that is launched out from it melts one of the dummies to slag. Is this a similar technology to the railgun that uh, he was that uh, their leader was using? Against the... No, unfortunately. It is not a magna rail. Okay. That is... We'll take the... Would it take some getting used to it? I want one. <laughs> I, I will <laughs> slightly flourish it, uh, just to turn it back around and hand it back to the armor. Take it and put it. He'll adjust it a little bit, let it cool down all the way, and then set it back. Set it back on the rack. Now I understand from conversations with Ema that you were uh, eyeing our proud leader's uh, Magna Rail rifle. We don't have anything on that caliber at the moment, at least available for sale. Um, but if you're looking on the more of the melee side, we do have some things that might be potentially more useful to you. Um, as he walks over to a different rack and opens it up. Um, any of you have a preference for hitting your opponent very hard or being more uh, agile with your weapon? Yes. I gesture. <laughs> I gesture with the, the staff. Laura will also raise her hand. Yeah, Blair will raise her. 
I, that was that was a question. Like, which do you prefer? All of the above. Agile. Hitting hard. All right. In that case, I am hesitant to hand this to an orc, but business is business. Uh, as they heft a massive hammer um, uh, that is like engraved with uh, the markings of these individuals uh, and hold it out. It sort of stands on a long staff and ends in like a sledgehammer head uh, and sort of extends it out to uh, uh, to Tina. Walk over there and give that a swing. Will do so. Go ahead and give me a weapon skill test. Excellent. Weapon skill. Four. So you you hold this hammer up and sort of swing it a little time, a couple times in your hand, and then swing it forward. And as you swing it, you feel like the the target is almost pulled into the hammer. As Ooh. the as the strike almost seems to amplify gravity around it as it slams the target into the ground. Oh, that's cool. That would be a graviton hammer. Uh, the gravitic force that it applies, as long along with impact, actually makes it more efficient the heavier your opponent's armor is. Oh, that's real nice. Meanwhile, something more on the uh, something more on the agile side. Uh, he pulls off what just appears to be a hilt and hands it over to Lorowell. Try that one on. She will go through a standard. So you 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 find you find a, there's a, like a switch on the side and you flick it and a metal a metal um, rod extends from the center of the hilt uh, out out to about a standard sword length and then a blade of almost fiery orange and red plasma erupts from the from the uh, from the center rod and forms a full like long sword blade like double edged bladed sword sword blade made entirely of plasma energy fascinating and she will go through a standard uh like your standard fencing practice yeah. the blade is nearly weightless like even lighter than your sword i'm definitely interested and you have a sense that because it's a plasma weapon, it will probably cut through armor like nobody's business. Meanwhile, uh, for our friend who's looking for something heavier to hit with, uh, they uh, pull off, uh, they pull a long staff Similarly, similarly doesn't appear to have a, an edge on it, but it is like a staff with like two uh, like arcing metal uh, lines at the top, and holds it out to uh, 
to Blair. You're going to want to hold that in two hands. All right. And the switch is near the center of the staff. All right. So you, hit, you hit the switch, and similarly to the plasma sword, a an axe blade. Uh, both front and back. There's a there's an axe blade on the front and like a smaller, almost like a pick-like blade on the back. A a heavy axe made of plasma energy uh, manifests out of the the staff of this weapon. Can she try hitting a dummy with it? Yep. Yeah. She'll go swing it. Make a make a weapon skill test. You're 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 getting used to the fact that it weighs very little. It's mostly just the staff. Um, but as you sort of just swing it around, you get the sense that this weapon will. It requires two hands to wield because of the length of it. Um, but the uh, the the punch that it has is significant, and on a particularly strong hit, it'll probably cleave through armor even more effectively than it already would. All right. Now that's about the extent. Uh, we have a couple more things, um, actually. Um, you lad, he says, looking over at Aristarchus. Anything, uh, yes. Well, any, well, anything that might catch your, your individual fancy? I think, well, I mean, I'm not Really, do you have any uh, good medical equipment? I mean, we've got like uh, standards. Well, we've got the equivalent of what you mechanicus lot might be able to use on most things. We've also got, uh, well, if any of you are in need of augmentic augmentation, we've got the kind of gear for augmentics that your lot can't even dream of, but. Aristarchus's fingers involuntarily twitch as soon as he says augmentics. I'd love to say what you uh, might have in stock, yeah. Well, that's typically more of a like a on-demand sort of thing. Um, I don't know that you'd be able to install any of them, if I'm perfectly honest. Technology sort of unique. Is it one of them, like, you have to come and get them installed on service for direct uh, direct order kind of thing. That's the sort of thing, eh? But you can, we can install just about anything that your uh, typical augments will find in Imperium Worlds. Additionally, we've got Bezerk augments, Cyber Stims, uh, a couple of uh, additional uh, gravity enhancement uh, kits, and... Um, Johnny. Yes. While that conversation happens, I'm going to step back a little bit, and I'm going to activate Dynithians. I don't know a lot about the kin, but I want to know if there are any psychics among them that might give at the moment. I know it's not going to be... I, it's got, you know, it's one of those chance occurrences, but I'm curious if there are any psychers. Uh, you don't sense any psychic activity going on right now. Okay. Uh, we can also upgrade any of any of uh, 
any of your existing equipment or upgrade, or we can also give you uh, equipment that matches more of what you're used to uh, for Imperium Standard. We've got equivalents of just about everything. Um, and we can also provide upgrades that'll improve most things. Rem may need some armor. Yes, I was curious. Your armor styling, no offense intended if this does cause any, uh, do seem very similar to our Dati's uh, power armor. Curious if <laughs> there's a size up capability. Uh, we could probably get someone fitted for some good kin void armor, uh, although we would need them to actually be present to uh, make the adjustments that our broker would need to work with them to get them sized and fitted appropriately. Obviously, most of our kit is made for someone our size. Oh. How much taller is Remy than, than a Votan, out, out of curiosity? At least a foot. Well, because a lot of them are five foot tall. I don't know how tall Remy is. They're they're between they're like four six to five even usually, so at least like at least half a foot if not more. Uh, Remy is five nine. Right. Yeah, below half. And obviously not as wide. I was just curious. Yeah, nowhere near as wide. Uh, but yeah, no. If Aristarchus, if they have any upgrades for his existing augmetics, he'd be down for that. <laughs> As it sort of looks you over. Are you looking to get that hand replaced anytime soon? Absolutely. Because, I mean, not something we typically have to worry about in our in our line of work until someone's lost the hand, but you look, uh, based on that mechadendrite you've got hanging around your shoulder, Medicaid. That's right. Mm -hmm. We can get you an injector hand or a cord claw. Ooh, yes. All right, I'll keep that in mind. We'll talk with Ema about pricing. But, uh, and speaking of which, Ema says, looking over at uh, Ceres, I understand you want to talk in private with our broker. Yes, if possible. This way. Uh, as I as I look at the others, we're not. We still need to negotiate as far as payment. But feel free to look over all that they have, and if there's anything that you want, make a note of it. Follow. Yeah. No. As as far as Aristarchus goes, the answer to "Are you looking to replace?" is immediately followed by "Yes." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What you got and how much of it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what you got, I gotta get it, put it in me. What you got, I gotta... So. Uh, Sarah, you are led to a different room. Mm -hmm. uh, closer to the engine compartment. Uh, where you are greeted by uh, another kin, this person wearing a full helmet that is sort of locked down with a more advanced visor on the front of it, who is currently working on a welding torch and sort of like uh, putting something together, uh, sort of welding metal plates together. They look up as you enter. Ah, I hear that you're the one who's looking for a custom job. Potentially. Uh, 
Well, uh, just sort of leaning on the staff at the moment. I'm not too familiar with the leagues of Votan. Um, I'm not certain if there are psychers among your number. I, our Grimnir, serve as uh, some of our keenest advisors, and while our interaction with psychic action is somewhat different than yours, much more controlled, we are quite familiar with the warp. He'll uh, sort of present the staff forward. This is a device designed to amp to utilize my psionic power to amplify the force of a blur. I'm curious if you have, if this would be something that could be adapted to, or if you have a similar of your own, your technology, as far as constructing a blade, or something similar. Aye, we've got things that we can make as uh, effectively equivalent to that. As far as my people are concerned, they tend to be very powerful weapons against the creatures that serve the enemy. And they are difficult to come back. Aye, but when you've got a broker on hand, nothing's too difficult. Now, we wouldn't be able to make an ancestral ward stave, the kind that we make. However, we can probably get you the equivalent of one of your Imperium Force swords. That would be ideal, yeah. Give me a few moments. Well, correction, give me a day. It's going to take, some, it's going to take a while to put the necessary pieces together. I noticed, uh, I did not catch the name of it, but one of the weapons that my colleague tested out seemed to be some sort of a energy blade attached to a classical rod. Aye, those would be our plasma swords and plasma blades, standard, standard issue equipment for uh, most Photon infantry. Where do those stand? Where do those stand on the equivalency of, say, power swords or the like? Uh, about the same, actually. Blades of pure plasma cut through armor in equivalent ease. Is that something that could be enhanced in the similar method to this stave or force sword? Typically speaking, the sort of uh, psychic augmenting uh, mechanics that you op that you operate for a force weapon uh, are not quite compatible with a plasma blade. It's not physical. It's hard to run that same kind of equipment through it. But if the plasma could be powered by the psychic energy in the way that a force sword power field is? Theoretically, though, that'd be a much more complicated and custom job. Certainly. The task that I the task the task that I seek to complete on this planet is a task that is designed to prevent it from being annihilated utterly by forces beyond my ability to stop any other way. Anything that can be used to assist will be used. Understanding right. that there is a cost to that. If possible. I suppose I can get to work then. Ema sort of looks over. Get to work on that. I suspect they'll want at least that much. 
And I think it's time to get to talking about Price. So let's rejoin our friend, shall we? Yes. Yeah, his, uh... his helmet never raises, does it? No. On the way back, I do pause, like, after we're out of that room, but before we're with the others, and look to Yima. What is it about that man that my mechanicus would find it, uh, offensive? Based on uh, our understanding of your Imperium's history with things that they would consider heretical technology, I think it's best you don't know. So that does give me an idea. You have nothing to worry about. No secret. That secret is safe with It best be. We kill people to make sure that information doesn't get out. Oh, I understand fully. So do we. Good. We're on the same page then. I think. Uh, yeah, so you uh, return back into the other room. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, what all tickles your fancy? We've got one custom order over here. What of the equipment you've been showing are you looking at buying? Obviously, the more you want, the more it's going to take to get it. I think we know Tina wants that cannon. It's a good cannon. The rest of you? I want this. As Blair's hugging the... Um, I. What was what's the melee weapon called? The heavy was... plasma axe. Thank you. Yeah, she she's hugging it to her. You also want the shotgun or the one of the pistols? Uh, I'm happy with what I got there. I think I just want this. Laura, I would very much like this plasma sword. One or a pair. We got spares. We can give you two. A pair. Staff, so axe, pair of swords. I think uh, Remy has a, Remy uses a pistol, right? Yes. Remy has many pistols. <laughs> many, many pistols so, now. Has, though not used. <laughs> He just got them! Based on my understanding of Remy's ability to shoot a pistol, which I understand I have seen very limited instances of, <laughs> do I think he would do more harm to himself than good if given one of these plasma pistols? Uh, I mean... It the plasma pistol seems fairly durable, but and Remy seems very cautious. You doubt that he would shoot himself and like immolate himself into a sun with a plasma pistol. Although you do see they're also bolt pistols that are very obviously bolt pistols. Yeah. There uh, are some bolt pistols that look like traditional revolvers that you can see. Ooh. Uh I uh uh, <laughs> uh Um it was the cord claw, and they said an injector as yes. well. Yes, they can. They can give you a cord claw and injector hand. Is that 
a single item together or is yes, that it would it would be a single item yes oh, okay i mean if these lads can get us uh one of them one of those replacement uh couple uh implants it'd be real nice but don't go to extra price on my account Plasmax have swords. The augmentation. Bolt cannon. One of those, I say, pointing at a bolt revolver. And <laughs> one of those, pointing at a plasma pistol. As well as my own custom order. Is there anything else that anyone... Oh, and if possible, some fitted power armor. For at least Blair and myself. Alright. That's a stand in total. Uh, that's... Quite the requisition that you're asking for. I'm going to be blunt. You don't have the funds to pay for that. But that's why we're here to work out the deal. Exactly. So. I, I think there's a few favors that we could use. Let's work it out. The first one. Honestly, the one that will most likely be what you're going to need to do. Unless you want to do many, many things for us for a long time. We'd like to get the ear of the planetary governor to help with some of our trade agreements and get us further in closer to Ultramar. A meeting. That's all I ask. Do you have a time frame? Sooner is better. We would obviously only be able to uh, provide everything in full once we've had it, once we've at least had it arranged. That is potentially doable. Otherwise, I'm sure I can think of many, many other jobs, but you'd be asking for a lot more individual tasks. Let me make a call. Let me make one as well. We have a few avenues that might be useful in approaching this, and I think that is something we can do for you. Can Aristarchus make a mental calculation to think if the tech priest at the Manufactorum Ferrum would be in favor or in direct opposition to this sort of thing? I mean, especially the Manufactorum Ferrum tend to jealously guard technological assets, so... They would probably not like any Xenos getting trade agreements, but I okay. mean. So there's not going to be much in the way of, hey, new tech, th th an advanced form of technology that, you know, might be able to be analyzed for that's very much against their traditionalist nature, right? Yeah, like the 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 Manufactorum Ferrum, especially Mu Kappa Ferro, tends to be a little more traditionalist. He's not yeah. opposed to investigating Xenos technology, but he would absolutely rather take it and study it rather than right. buy it. Converse. Okay. Aristarchus is just going to keep his mouth shut then. <laughs> Conversely, uh, Johnny, am I correct in assuming that as far as uh, Gerfried is Inquisitor Eckhart is concerned, getting our hands on this technology? is a benefit to the Inquisition. Oh, 100%. Anything anything that the Inquisition can study and potentially replicate to improve their own armaments, 
that's real useful. That's why I wanted to get that. That's why I wanted to get a little bit of everything. Um, and also like, why as I put far, it in that as far as as order. far as Eckhart is concerned, Zeno's weaponry. As long as you've got it properly studied and cleaned and scanned for any kind of traps in it, perfectly useful. It's demon and heretic gear you don't touch. <laughs> this is the man that uses the power stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, Inquisitor Eckhart uses the Man Reaper power scythe. He's not afraid to use unconventional weaponry. Um, uh, am I, are we high enough that I could get a message off him from here? Uh, your servo skull's actually somewhere around here. Oh, I have a servo skull? Well, you have the, specifically the one that he said that he deployed to right. keep contact with you. Right. Uh, yeah, I will step off to one side. While, while uh, uh, and see if I can contact it. Yeah, so you send out a Vox burst on a, on an encrypted channel, and a few minutes later, there's a there's a hovering, puttering noise as a, as a small floating skull approaches in front of you, and then uh, it projects a hololithic uh, screen in front of its face out of its out of its one eye, uh, at which you see the uh, bearded face of Inquisitor Eckhart appear. I would have made sure that I was visibly shot, visibly cut off from the rest of the group before making yeah. that. This is Inquisitor Eckhart, report. All in Glossia. Yeah. Uh, Master Inquisitor, this is Inquisitorial Acolyte Terrace Artinos reporting. We've confirmed uh, instances of demonic incursion on this planet, as well as Gene Stealer cult. Mm. To the end of... I, I do believe that we may be able to curb this infestation in time. To that end, I, am seek I have sought requisitional aid from external forces. The leagues of Votan have a trade delegation here, and I have seen their weaponry in action. It is quite effective against the agents of the enemy. I, am... well, I have heard from the information that we've gathered previously. I take it you have a need of my assistance to acquire such equipment. Indeed I do, Master. The League would like contact with a meeting with the planetary governor in an attempt to establish better trade routes into the area. In return, we seek we seek uh, we stand to greatly improve the equipment of my cadre, my inquisitorial asset, as well as obtain several instances of unique League of Votan technology for our own study and potential replication. Excellent. I'll start to pull my strings. I suspect that the Xenos accomplice that you have acquired from Lord Malton might be able to pull some strings with that lord as well. She did, uh, she did indeed indicate as such a plan on setting her path. I'll pull out the information and strings that I have on the planetary governor and see if I can arrange at the very least a meeting for you to impress upon the import of the meeting with these kin. I await your guide. I will report back to you as soon as I have more information. Not salute. Eckhart out. And the feed cuts. I nod to the drone, nod to the servitor, which I assume putters away. Yeah, the drone, the, 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 the servo skull just sort of hovers off. Yep. I will find an alcove to hide in. Yep. Laurel, meanwhile. 
is going to switch her Vox Beat over to um probably a frequency that she's known but has not had a Vox Bead or a need for one. Yeah. Um for a long time. <clears throat> Lord Tandris, I hope this message finds you well. Hmm. Laura well. I have been some time since I have heard you reaching to me on Vox frequencies. What brings you calling me? We have uh, made contact with a... Uh, she would know, Xenos or Abhuman. Uh, as far as... So, historically, Romy Scholar, real quick. Okay. I just want to see how much you know. I can do that. Not well, but I can do that. Nothing. Oh. <laughs> as far as you can tell, some some kind of ab human. They look they look very human. A group known as the uh, Votan, the kin, uh, have sort of set their sights on at least speaking with the local governments. Mm. And while I try not to use our relationship in any beneficial way towards myself, uh, it would not only help me, but it would also help uh, Madame Altinos in our current uh, mission. I see. I will see what I can gather for you. I suspect our companion's actions in the Inquisition will likely also be able to pull more information, but I'll see if I can find something complimentary. Fantastic. Uh, is there any further I can do for you? Just make the most of what you get, because you might only get the one shot. Indeed. I will uh, expect your call. Of course. Thank you. Cuts out. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of you, uh, as the uh, as the other two step out to take their various phone calls, you are left in the room with Gunnar and Ima. Uh, as they sort of look across. So, I take it you're all uh, going to be getting more into the thick of things soon. Hopefully. I think we maybe already are. And I'll mostly need to make sure that they walk back out of the thick of things. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, hopefully, the stuff that we can get, you'll be perfectly suited to that. Uh, once everything's been arranged and paid for, we'll get everyone kitted out and we'll get uh, Aristarchus, we'll get you uh, transplanted a limb. Oh, Connie, by the way. Yes. I seem to have some injuries. Oh, yes, you took a few, uh, you took a few wounds. <laughs> I, 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 I can't tell. Were you counting up or down? Uh, let me double check. 
Because I'm at five of six wounds and zero of five shock. Uh, Saris, I think you only got hit the once, so I think that tracks. Yeah, you just took you just took a bunch of shock and one wound. Okay, the shock have already recovered. Yeah, at this point, yeah. And I've got wound mod. Oh, no. Um, Aristarchus will be bold enough to ask. Uh, actually, while we're waiting, uh, do you have a workspace I might be able to take advantage of? I've got all my own tools and things. I just need to cobble something together real quick. Mm. Uh, we've got a modification bench right there if you need to make some changes. You are scholars and fantastic. Uh, and he'll step over there and immediately start trying to assemble, uh, Lorowell's, uh, augmentic implant. Mm -hmm. Roll me a tech test. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, he's going to... Try and see if there's any residual machine spirit uh, within these components as best he can and interface with that as part of the uh, the, the assembly process. Yep. Go ahead and add your rank bonus dice. Okay. Uh, actually, it's just icons. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you, you get rank icons? Yeah, so there will be two extra icons attached to this. Yeah. So six I'm going to spend a wrath. Mm. Hey, total seven of seven icons. icons. Only one exalted. Mm. Yeah. Uh, which you can shift because you needed five. Okay, cool. Um, he will shift that for speed then since he's trying to do this fairly quickly. Yeah. So uh, as, you, as you get to work, you sort of very quickly cobble this together and you sense that there is enough residual machine spirit here that it can be... Um, repurposed uh okay. the the kit and equipment that you've acquired here will will at the very least be functional enough um to cobble together and form an effective eye it might not be special unless you can get a little bit more time but it'll be a functional replacement okay like it might not get like prey sense or anything unique about it but it will be a functioning eye all right mm -hmm. So would it? So as it exists now, would it exist as a standard um, ocular implant? I think uh, augmentic eye, uh, or would it just be replaces the? Uh... Yeah, it would, it would function as a standard augmentic eye. Yes, you would get one okay. bonus. Okay. Um. So Laurel isn't present right now. Is is she? No. Well, he's she's going... walking in. She's probably walking in right about now. With sex. okay, um, Lorwell, do you want your eye to? So there's a couple different options. Um, you can ignore distance penalties, or you can get a bonus die on ranged attack tests, or you can rec use it to record up to an hour of video or roughly eighty six thousand still images. Or you can have it act as prey sense goggles, which um, for those, they basically reduce any, um, uh, da, 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 what's the, what's the word? Uh, you reduce, you ignore any penalties to tests due to visual conditions. Um, or you can use it to always have a one plus one bonus die to site-based awareness tests. I'm going to go with ranged weapon, uh, 
Okay, bonus die to ranged attack test. Yeah. All right. Yep. He'll he'll make the necessary modifications to have a, a reticle put into it then. All right. So, Say hello yeah. to your new best friend as he holds it up. <laughs> it's not nearly as sleek as you would prefer from Eldar craftsmanship. In fact, if an Eldar had made it, it would just look like your eye, but it would be better replaced. But uh, at the very least, it'll be functional. Does does Lorwell have any particular like primary um colors or accent colors in her gear? Uh greens, whites, and reds. Okay. It'll have a green lens kind of like his does then. Hmm? Love that. <laughs> We'll just find a surgery table, a little operating feeder, and we can get this installed. That will go. As I come back. All right. So, I take it that you think you can uh, accept that uh, request of mine? Yes. I put in a, I put in a call. Uh, trust Laurel has the you will not. You will as soon as possible. That order. Very well. Tell you what, as a show of good faith, she sort of looks over the group of you. She looks over at Lorwell. Keep the swords as a as a as a down payment. Doesn't mean the rest of the weapons will need to go back on the rack. She says, looking at the rest of the group. <laughs> Blair is hugging the axe. What Ow. does that axe look like in comparison? Because, I mean, obviously, Aristarchus is very familiar with a particular design of axe. Uh, so the axe blade is... Um... Hang on. The axe blade is um, plasma-based, and it has mm -hmm. an almost um, like levered design to it. Mm -hmm. um, here, I will go ahead and put is the. Like a, uh, is it like a? Is it like a long axe? Like a, or like a like a like a pole axe? Yes, I will go ahead and put the. Uh, here you can see the the design of the heavy plasma axe. I'll put it in Slack for you. There you go. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's a long axe with sort of that metal that metal right. shaping to it, and the, the yeah. Blade Aristarchus is just looking at that axe that that uh, that Blair has then with a sort of, but it's shaped wrong kind of look on his face. turn. <laughs> Once we have filled our in the box, free the weapon and all it's strong. I have an important question, which is how closely were people watching Tina while we were left alone with? Uh, you had both Ema and Gunnar in the room with you. Okay. I would, because 
our team, uh, Sarah did say to make a note if we re really liked something. Um, I would have liked to put my name in very small letters somewhere on this canon, just to claim it. <laughs> if 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 uh no one would see me doing that i would like to make stealth roll for that sure go ahead and roll me stealth okay this is just for me it means nothing ongoing lessons in choose your word carefully with <laughs> right yeah <laughs> that's two Aristarchus definitely saw you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Aristarchus, you get the sense that both of the kin saw it and just know that they're going to buy it in the end and they don't care. Okay. <laughs> also, it's just like paint. You could just chip it off. Yeah, right. they could, they could right. easily they solve it. Kind of buff right out. Yeah. It's just in red in small letters somewhere on the cannon. And then for Laura Well, you have a that pair of those swords in Slack. I like to think it's um it's in small letters relative to Tina. So for everyone else, it's just like spray painted across the side. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, Aristarchus will get back on his box. Remy Mara, Remy Mara, please come in. This is Nicole for Remy Mara. Remy Mara, please respond. This is Aristarchus Dactyl calling Remy Mara. Please acknowledge. Where am I? Um... <laughs> I don't know how long it's been anything. It, it, it's been a couple of hours. So uh, presumably you probably have finished up getting your uh, your room put back together mm -hmm. and are either waiting there or headed up to the uh, to the Medicaid Primaris. Probably waiting there because I was waiting on when to meet back up. Mm -hmm. What? We are on our way to the Medicaid Primaris directly. I uh, trust that you will be able to meet us there whenever is early as convenient for you. Sorry, where is this? We're on our way to the Medikai. That sorry, that was out of character. Where oh, is uh, the, the hospital? Ground or below ground. It's uh, uh, about middle of the middle of the uh, of the spire. It's the hospital that got firebombed the first time you encountered them. Right. Okay. I don't think that's a good idea. Let me know when you're in the underhive. All right. Uh, I will keep you updated as best I can then. Uh, All right. Please, if, it, if anything goes wrong or you need help, call I out. Will, you will hear my screams. I very much appreciate it. Mm -hmm. All righty. And <laughs> Remy, uh, as you cut off that call, and you sort of lean back and sigh in frustration at Aristarchus. Uh, there's a knock at your door. Gun Not comes like that. out. <laughs> the fancy goes, door. You've got a very nice uh, doorbell. Apparently, I was gonna say it. you've upgraded at your new squatted location. Sorry about Gun that. Gun comes out. Look through the peephole. Uh. As you as you look through the hole, there is just a uh, there is the lens of a record uh, of a uh, of a hololith device just pressed up against the the door of the peephole. 
and as you realize that this is probably a message of some kind that is where we will end for the week say goodbye everybody bye, bye. good bye.